You're now listening to the Ear to the Street podcast. Thanks for coming on the pod, then. Obviously, good to have you on. But um, for the listeners, man, just tell tell the listeners who you are, what you do. Oh, go on. Yeah, my name is Bro Provolono, and that um, I do music. I've been doing music for a while. Um, I can't really put a put a number on it, but I can say I started taking it seriously after like two years ago. I've been doing music since I was like fourteen. Yeah. Um, and that's it, really, bro. I've got a normal nine to five. I fund this music shit. Like it's real now. Like you know what I mean. I do yeah, this proper yeah. now. But um, yeah. yeah, man, I dropped my tape the other month just to see if I can do it. Just to see if I can do a project. And uh, yeah, we're taking it upwards now, bro. Like there's no lacking now. You gotta make it now. So yeah, yeah, yeah bro. You're not sick. You're not sick about that as well. Like not many people. You know, like people are like artists, they don't admit that they flipping, they work nine to five and do the music thing. You get me? They just want to make it look like, they just want to show you the visual of you in a music video. You get what I'm saying? But that's the only way a lot of these artists are hustling now as well. Yeah, man, there's no, there's no shame in it. And also not just that, it's like, I'm just, everybody wants to be Hollywood. I like people who grinded for this shit. You, you're more relatable to me. Like, you trap, you trap, that's fine. If you do a nine to five, that's fine too. Get your money how you get your money. Um, I don't pass no judgment on how people do their thing. But yeah, bro, like, I have, a, I have a good job. Like, I ain't gonna sit here and act like I'm slaving. I have a good job. Like, but it's not what I want to do forever. I know what I want to do. Yeah, so, yeah. That's why we do music. Even though everybody's fucking doing music, but that's another discussion. Yeah, no, it's true. But it's just good to hear people say that, innit? Because a lot of people, like a lot of artists, especially when I was like, maybe a couple of years ago, and they would never admit that, do you know what I mean? But a lot of them, a lot of the artists that we probably look up to or we've, we listen to, they probably had jobs of their own, do you know what I mean? On the side that they've been doing and, and like even... Yeah, for sure. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's good to hear people actually say like, I've got a, I've got a job and I've got my music thing here and I'm going to do the two of them at the same time, do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, bro. That's the beauty of the grind, bro. I said that on Twitter the other day. You have to love the grind, bro. Otherwise, you can't do what you do, innit? And, bro, I worked all these silly odd jobs for years trying to subside, you know, uni and all the other shit. But I just, music has always been the current constant, always, always there when I need it. So it's like, I'm going to put my energy into what I love instead of putting my energy and just making nine to five money I'm actually yeah. going to invest it in me invest in yourself man yeah exactly bro like if you don't who will you know that's it man that's it it's true how, how did you get into music what was you said you started rapping at 13 MCing at 30, um, 14 what what at what point did you think right this is what I want to do <laughs> <laughs> to get girls <laughs> <laughs> everybody was rapping like in year eight year nine and I wanted to do it because I'm trying to get girls like everybody else. Shit. Yeah, it's true, it's uh, true. But I, when people stop, when people stop, I continued because I really, I really love grime in it. Like I really love blows and bars and stuff. And at the time when I was younger, I didn't have like the best like bars, but I sure had flow. And I was like, I could be talking shit, but I, people would listen. And then I was trying to do other shit. Like I went drama school. I did university. I did other shit. But the current constant was always music and I just got better and better. So when I hit 23, 24, 25, when I hit 23, 24, I, I was like, 
let's do this proper. Mm. Let's do this properly. Like, let's not, let's not lack. So I did a black box. I did a video here, video there. Mm. But then just life in it going away. And then I think last year, I really put my foot down and said, what are these people? Most of these men that are doing music aren't better than you. So do something about it. Like the reason why these men are where they are is because it doesn't matter if they're better than you or not. They're there because they put money in themselves, time in themselves, consistent. That the next, You can be the best rapper in the world, but if you're not doing what you need to do, others will surpass you. So I really sat down and, and, and I was talking to my boy Biz, who you had on the show. That's mm. my bro from like 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, do this properly. Like, do this properly and see where it takes you. I dropped the tape and I'm having an interview with you. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So it's yeah, like, yeah. You, don't, you don't put yourself out there. You know, well, what's the saying? You miss the opportunities you don't take 100% of the time. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So I've decided to take it. That's what it is now. So now it's it's full throttle. Like we're gonna do it, you know. Yeah, no, I hear that, man. That's you know what? It's mad because like obviously people you don't see this positive side of people. All you see is the the kind of rapper, trapper, driller. That's the thing that's kind of in now, isn't it? But when you sit down and hear someone talk to you, yeah. um, the way you just broke it down, it's mad that a lot of people don't have that kind of. They just want to get from A to Z to get what I'm saying. They don't want to put in the time, the effort, the money, the work. That's- they want they want all of the shit that's Hollywood like that's what they want I learned that when I was acting when I was in drama school I wanted I just wanted to walk the red carpet and I just wanted to do interviews and to promote my my film but the grind to do and all of that is fucking mad bro you may think you're the shit but they look at you and be like what fuck out of that shit you know what I mean like music is the same thing I think you're the, sh- like, the thing with music is beautiful is even if you do make it let's say you have one track and it blows yeah mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you're staying there for a year you still got to put in that work to maintain yeah, yeah, yeah. and to continue to be where you are you get too comfortable you're out of here bro you can't do that you got to put hard the, the, the key is you got to put hard work in everything you do mm-hmm. no, it's so, true man it's true yeah. you, speak, you speak about drama school man like that's obviously something that you've probably done from, I'm assuming from early early age um, what was that like? I know you just touched on it a little bit, like it was hard work, but what was it like? What got you into that? Was that something that you wanted to do as, as well as music and obviously go to, the, uh, go to uni, but was drama something that you wanted to get into as well? Yeah, for sure. Like I loved it. Like I wanted to be an actor. I still do, like there's still a passion of mine, but it's not like priority. It's what I wanted to do when I was younger and I was able to get into identity. I was on there for like a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was it was cool. I met a lot of good people, but the experience, you know, the people I worked with, like, they don't look at you. They don't really care. They claim that they care, but if you can't make them money, then they don't really care. You know what I mean? And so yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of saw it for what it was, and it's like, mm, yeah. I'm not yeah. really on this. Obviously, yeah. I do see you do for me, but mm. if you're paying ridiculous amounts of money and you're still in square one, I can't keep spending my money on something like this, so I'd rather invest in something else. Yeah, it makes sense, man. It makes sense. And obviously, segueing out of that into the visuals for Heat, man. I was looking at that the other week on um, the YouTube. It's a cold, cold rhythm, man. Appreciate that one. There, yeah, so. man. You know, I appreciate that. For me, the, the song is just a freestyle. It's the first song yeah. of the album, off the, off yeah, the yeah. tape. I wanted to just put it out there. 
because look, I'm not like the biggest fan of drill. It's not really my scene, but I respect people who do it, mm. and I want people to get their money. So mm. I know I can flow on it. Mm. I wasn't going to do the same flows on it. You know, people do the same flows, yeah, yeah. and that's probably the reason why everybody thinks they can rap nowadays. Exactly. But uh, I wanted to do something different. I still have that that grimy flow on that shit. You know. Yeah, and that's what comes across with it as well. Like when you listen to it. It's it's got the two. It's got the two elements in there. It's got obviously the drill element, but then the flow is more. I would say more grime. Do you get what I mean? Which I think works well. Like I, I think it works well. It's doing well. I think I think last time I checked, it was on like eleven thousand, twelve thousand views. I'm not really a views person. Like I don't really look at views too tough. But to see someone do that on their own channel, and do you know what I mean? Building it up already, it shows that obviously you're doing yeah. something right. It's mad, like I had a lot of good feedback from it, a lot of followers from it, a lot of people giving me opportunities from it. That's just one song. So I just imagine yeah, yeah. it consistent, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just got to keep that momentum and then just build from that now, isn't it? That's it. You can't live off one song. Yeah, it's true, man. It's true. I wanted to know that I can rap, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not one of these people that are just doing music just to try and get money. I can do this shit and stay and last. That was the mentality of the song. Yeah, and you can hear that though in the bars, you know what I mean? You can hear it, like, even the content as well. It's not like, you know, everyone's got that same, they're talking about the same stuff in everything that you hear now. It's almost like a copy and paste. And we'll get onto that. I've got, I've got something I want to talk about, actually, but there's a, it's like a copy and paste thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, people just literally taking other people's yeah, yeah. doing all of that kind of thing. So it's good to see, like, obviously, someone actually take, someone actually take a bit of time, do you know what I mean? And sit down and, and not just get the beat and just like verbally say what they want to say you get me they're putting in a bit of effort into what they're doing as well exactly like for me it's um everybody likes to copy and paste because they feel like it's just the easy path right this guy's doing it like this i'm going to do it like this kind of herd mentality i don't really operate like that like mm. for me i know what i like i'm not going to sit here and say like, oh i'm old school i just know what i like and i know my influences and so i kind of wear that on my sleeve yeah, yeah, yeah. And sort of um, growing up, like, what were some of your influences around you at the time? Like, whether it's musical influences or just family, who who was it around you that kind of built you up to, to be who you are today? It's kind of like my surroundings, just kind of like the area I live in. Obviously, my family, because I'm the only boy in my house. So, man's got that sensitive touch, you know. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> like my surroundings, with you know what I mean, things like that. I got a lot of musical influences. Like I'm a big fan of flow. I'm a big fan of witty bars. I love shit like that. Yeah. But when I was growing up, it was a lot of singers, um, mm. like it was Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston, and you know things like that. I always say, somebody asked me this the other day, the three greatest songs to come out of this country, in my opinion. Is Return of the Mac, uh, Sade's um, Smooth Operator, and Craig David's Seven Days. Those are the three best songs to come out of this country ever. And the songs like that influenced me. And just how times have changed from when we were growing up to now, social media, all of this other stuff. I thank God that I lived in an era with no internet, you know, like that. So really my surroundings and my family and just just life and seeing how good it can be on the other side so nah, that's that's it man that's it but 
Yeah, I agree with you, man. I think a lot of people forget about Mark Morrison, like, returning the back, because, like, as much as he'd done, he only, he only had that kind of one... I know he had an album, he had loads of albums and different singles, but the fact that he was doing that and there wasn't really many people around at the time mm. that, that looked like me, you and him, do you know what I mean, that was doing that on top of the pops and all of these big things and getting in the charts and that, that was mm. a big thing, do you know what I mean, back then as well. Man came out with a blade jacket. <laughs> Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I respect him, and even if it's one song, that one song will live forever. Yeah, he's, he's he's probably still getting paid for that now. Do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. You get what I'm saying? So it's worked well for him. And like, like I said back then, there wasn't that I can remember. There wasn't really many artists, black artists, at the time that was doing that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and it's so yeah, important. Mm. It's so important to to understand culture and understand that back in the days, it was one or two of us doing it. Now we're shutting it down now. You know, yeah, and a lot true, of people man. like to bite the influence, but again, that's another that's another discussion. Mm, so. but I wanted to ask you as well because obviously I was on Twitter yesterday, or I think it was yesterday or the day before, and um, no names, but obviously there's a well-known MC that was copying and pasting bars and putting it into another song with another known well-known MC. I just wanted to get your take on what you think like about ghostwriters and, and people taking bars off other people and just recycling them. What's your thoughts on all that? Ghostwriting is calm because guys like Kanye West have ghostwriters. Like they admit it. They'd be like, yo, we have, like I have writers on my shit. It's like a director doing a TV show. A director doesn't always write for his TV show. He gets writers. Fair. Stealing bars? And then claiming you're the king or prince of something, you can lick balls, bro. That shit is foul. <laughs> that shit is foul. Because music, music, music is personable. Music is yours. Your style is yours. Your flow is yours. The thing about the one of the main reasons why I decided to stop acting for a bit and to continue to pursue music is because everything I create is mine. My bars, my flow. I like to switch up bars switch up flows it's mine you get me if you are now stealing shit and claiming you are the king you're foul I don't rate it and I would, I would never ever rate it ever in my life you don't do them things like if you do it and you don't know that you did it fair but he knows what he's doing because he's done this before I saw a video I never rated him I saw a video where he did a freestyle was it P110? I don't remember what channel it was, but it was a it was a freestyle on a channel, a big channel. And somebody literally did a side by side of this fucking guy smitten the same way this guy is smitten, bro. Nah, man, I'm gonna hold back one shit. Like, I, you want my opinion? I'll give it to you, bro. That yeah, shit's it's fun, true, bro. No, it's bad. It's I know, bad. I know that you're working with an influence of mine. Yeah. I love Jeremy. That is yeah, my yeah, guy. Yeah. He he was the guy I listened to growing up in secondary school mm-hmm. where I said, I can do this. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. It was Jeremy that I listened to and I was like, yeah, this is the guy. Nice, it's Buzz, Revenge, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. since serious denting was there. Mm-hmm. That's my guy. I'm not mad at Jeremy. But no, 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 guy, no, no. Mm-hmm. But the guy's foul. Yeah, and I think as well, I think, I think Jeremy will be pissed as well because obviously he doesn't want to be associated with that you get what I'm saying? Like, he, he would never want his name attached to something like that, ever. I'm Jamie, bro. Mm. Working with somebody who's fraudulent? Nah, it can't be me. Mm. Yeah, it's mad. I like, try to give somebody an opportunity who's coming up. I get it. Mm. But, that's mm. 
Yeah, and it's, like you said, it's not even the first time that he's done this as well. Like he's done it before. I think, I think he's been caught out a few times doing the same thing. So you, you would think now that artists would kind of like think, well, hold on, you've done this before. I might not work with you, or let me hear your bars first. Let's clear this bars before. Let's go and check to make sure these aren't. Do you know what I mean? Pre-paid bars that you got from Amazon or something like that. You get me? Like it's mad. I, yeah, man. Nah. No, it's true, bro. Like, I agree with you, though. Like, I think I think ghostwriting, because don't forget, like, there's people out there that are paid to ghostwrite and songwriters yeah. are the same. You get what I'm saying? So that's different. That's your paying someone to write your bars. I ain't got an issue with that. Mm, just, you, have, you normally admit it anyway. You don't yeah, hide yeah. it. Yeah. Jay don't write his bars. You got Eminem to write his bars. Kanye exactly. West, my favorite Kanye West album is Late Registration. That's my favorite Kanye West album. Hella ghostwriters on that shit. Yeah, Cameron. Yeah. Elegos writers, yeah, but he yeah. admits it. He says it, and I don't have a problem with that. But you're, you're full plagiarism, bro. Claiming it's yours, working with big guys. My favorite footballer is Thierry Henry, and you got a shout out for him. Are you mad? <laughs> I'm, I'm pissed. But that just tells me. That just tells me if somebody like that can make it, anybody can make it. Yeah, and I've always said that to people. No one's, no one's better than anyone in this industry or anything. Like, there's, there's no. no one that you can sit and say. Obviously, you've got the higher elite levels of people, the artists. But when mm. you talk about like a Yeezy or a flipping whoever, they're mm. not better than anyone. They're not. They just, you know what the thing is? I, I treat artists a bit like football. Some people mm. get scouted. Some people don't get scouted. Mm. Some people get scouted. Shouldn't even be touching Premier League right. or Championship. You get what I'm saying? But. Right. Some people that are playing non-league football that I know should be playing at top level. Some of the some of the best ballers you will ever see. Yeah, like they're they're playing Sunday league football, and I'm telling you, they could make it in any Premiership team, any of them. But it's just the, the luck of the day. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all about avenues and stuff like that. Like for mm-hmm. me, more power team. You're making your money. You're doing your thing. This is why for me, the king of grime and the king of this and the kid is so fucking corny. Everybody has their error. Everybody will have a difference of opinion. You think you're king, bless. Because if you don't think you're the king of this shit, don't do this thing. So, but it's still, corny, it's still corny to me, especially when you're plagiarizing. It's just like, I'm the prince. I'm the king. You're not, bro. You're not. And you're stealing flows. That's fucking foul, bro. Right. My advice to all the artists out there, whatever is yours is yours, isn't it? Don't steal nothing, bro. Just do your thing. Just do it. Like I'll give you an, so when I was doing some music, right? I was like my tape, for example. I got my favorites from the tape, right? And none of my favorites are most people's favorites. I'm like my most stream, my most streamed song on the heat tape is a song called No Strings Attached. And I'm like, this is a this is a sex song, bro. What the fuck is <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna bang. But it's mine, right? It's mine. Mm-hmm. This guy is proper like are you that insecure that you don't believe in your own talent and you got to steal bars and flows, bro? I don't fuck with that. I would never fuck with that's that, true, ever, bro. No, that's just me, innit? No, it's no, like, no, it's true. Long live, long live the real, innit? <laughs> that's all I want to say man. on that. It's true, man. But you spoke about the King of Grimes, so we're going to have to bring you up in it. Stormzy Chip. Well, yeah. Mm. I it's love awesome. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love awesome. it, but... but should Stormzy reply, yes. Is he going to reply, no. And I'll tell you so. why. No. I'll tell you why he's not going to reply. Chip has come out with, Chip has come at him with an angle. This isn't Wiley, where it's like, suck your mum, you're not grime, 
fuck your sister. You know how to barter back and forth. If I cost your mom, you're going to cost my mom. Because, you know what I mean? Oh, you don't have a dad in your life? Cool, I'm going to cost that. Oh, your sister's paying that factor. Yeah, that's just it, right? Yeah. But Chip has come with an angle. These come from different directions. It's like a UFC fighter. I'm not going to just punch you. I'm going to kick you in the leg and punch you in the stomach. Chip is one of the best guys to do that. Stormzy has to come back, not with a response, but he needs to, he needs to clear the air. That's how bad it's got. Chipmunk yeah. is, Chipmunk didn't say suck your mum. Chipmunk said, you came to attack me on Black History Month and then, no, not Black History Month. You came to attack me on a, a protest and then you're going to go back and do a protest. I don't really make sense. That's the kind of artist Chip is. Stormzy has to come with a different angle. This is how I see it. This is how I see it. You see when Drake was having beef with Pusha T, right? Pusha T came out with one of the best albums of the decade, by the way. Pusha T came out and said to Drake, you don't write your bars. Drake was like, oh, okay, cool. I can compete with that. Came out with Duffy Freestyle, good freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Pusha T said, oh, you want to mention my wife? Come, I got something on you. <laughs> Several porn star, you got a kid for a porn star, your producer's dying of a sickness, and your mom and your dad's uh, marriage was failed. Yeah. How is she going to respond to that? Drake was like, I'll take that out. I'll take that out. But Drake's career is too big to kill. And yeah. Stormzy is at that point where whether you reply, you don't reply, Chip is not going to kill your career. Yeah, it's true. It's you true. need to come, even if you come back with the diss and it's dead, mm. the career is fine. Your yeah. fan base is set in stone. You're calm. It's true. It's true. But for me, Chipmunk is a smart man. Very analytical, very, very, what's the word? Not pragmatic, what's the word? Um, this this escaped me, but he's very, very tactical in what he's doing. Mm. And look, Stormzy has to reply. And I feel like talking to my boy Biz, Biz is like, he talks about Maya, it's done. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but in conclusion, in conclusion, I don't think Stormzy will reply. But if he does, it has to be better than suck your mum, king of this, king of... No, no, you need to come back with something more. And it's been how... What, it's been a month now? Two, three weeks? In about three weeks. Do you even want, want to hear it? Do you even care? Yeah, right. I, still, I still need that, man. I still need that reply. Bro. I need it too. This, this kind of thing is kind of dangerous for Grime. And what I mean by that is people love to say Grime is dead until it's a dub. Mm. I really... Like people are like, uh, Grime is dead, Grime is this, Grime is that. But as soon as two heavyweights are in the ring, all of a sudden, ah, oh, Grime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I know a lot of people watch UFC, mm-hmm. but back in the day, a lot of people weren't. Mm-hmm. People were like, oh, whatever. Oh, Conor McGregor's fighting. Oh, mm-hmm. I've got to watch UFC now. Uh, Conor's not fighting this week. Uh, no, leave it, leave it. It's, so. it's that bandwagon thing, isn't it? Like, where people yeah, are like, going to jump on it. Like, I remember a prime example of that is. Um, I, like I watch NFL as well as mm-hmm. NBA and the football, but mm-hmm. come like come Super Bowl, I'm got I've got people telling me about NFL that have never watched it apart from the Super Bowl. Yeah. What's a pick six? What's yeah. that? What's a first down, bro? You don't yeah. know. Yeah. So it's <laughs> you you get me? I, just I can't that. lie. I, I'm one of them people still. Like I'm an NBA fan. Like we can talk about NBA to the cows oh. come home, but NFL. Super Bowl. Oh, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, that's my guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's mad though. <laughs> no, it's mad though because like the Grime, what you said about Grime is exactly the same. Like people will say it's dead. 
And then as soon as like the dubs come out, everyone's on it again. And then exactly, it's like Grime's never gonna die. It's never gonna die. Grime, Grime Gig said it best. Gig said it best. How can a genre of music die? Yeah, Grime oh. can't die. There's too much influence in this. And plus, Grime is ours. Grime is from the UK. Grime is ours. So only, we can, only we can kill it. Well, exactly. <laughs> We can cut the head off if we want to. I mean, we don't give a fuck if America likes grime. Mm. I see so many people trying to convince guys like Charlemagne about grime. You give a shit if you care about grime or not. That's ours, my G. Whether you like it or not. We don't want to hear any of your artists be on grime. I don't want to hear Big Sean on a grime track. I don't want to hear, want to hear Kendrick Lamar do a track of H. I'm good, bro. Like, I'm calm. Like, if you like it, like it, you know, you know where the door is. You know what I mean? But for me, this is my thing. I don't give a shit if you're Stormzy doing gospel or if you're AJ Tracy doing the American style stuff. Just understand that grime is always going to be the form, the, the foundation of a UK artist. Mm-hmm. If you're a UK I like AJ Tracy is a good example. AJ Tracy don't do grime no more. Mm-hmm. He don't touch grime, but his foundation and his come up was grime. Yeah. But I don't have a problem with that. You know, I don't have an issue with that. Even Tiny Temper. Tiny Temper tried to do a little grind thing, but then man didn't accept him. All of a sudden, he was one of the biggest... You know what I mean? Like, the fucking wife here didn't get fuck out of here. Like, you know what I mean? But his foundation was grime. So I don't have a problem. But just because, just for that explanation alone, grime can't die. Grime, grime can't die. So that's just my opinion on that. Yeah, no, it can't. It definitely can't die. I think there's too much... There's too much foundation and things have been done for it to always survive. It's a bit, it's a bit like drum and bass. People will tell me now, oh, dubstep, even better, dubstep. They'll say, oh, dubstep's dead, blah, blah, blah. But if you go to a dubstep rave, they're packed out because there's people there that still want that. Like, you know, you're not going to kill it. It's, what you said is so true. Okay, it had its highest peak. doesn't mean it's dead. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember 2011, 2012 days, it was dubstep every day. Every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You don't hear it now, but it's not mm. dead. Like you said, go to the pub, they play it, it's mad. Yeah, it goes go to off. The right, it goes off. So mm. I agree with that, 100%. I agree with that. Yeah, man. No, it's, it's funny, though, because, like, yeah, people will say it's dead, but I think if Stormzy does reply, which I don't, I, I think he will. I think he, he will reply. I think he's going to. I think he's, yeah, I think he's, I think he's smart because he's realised... You see, for me, Chip, when he said mixtape coming soon at the start mm. of both them videos, Stormzy's mm. not going to go, oh, let me help you push this mixtape. He's going to wait for the mixtape to drop and Good then point. he's going to come back and say, listen, Good we've point. dropped your mixtape. Let's go and check your numbers. Let's go see what your sales are saying. And then we're going to come back and we're going to do this, this thing. But, you know what? That's a very good point. I ain't even put because I always say this to my boys. Like I always say most times if somebody's doing a diss, they've got a mixtape on album yeah, around the corner to sell. It's a smart business plan. Like when Stork, not Stormzy, when um, Chip was beefing with uh, Bugsy Malone, mm-hmm. these men were dropping EPs and mixtapes. Like, you know what I mean? They were dropping, like, especially Bugsy Malone, he dropped like three EPs in a year. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Trying to capitalize on that. And I've got no problem. Like, get your money, my G. Like, you've yeah, got no yeah. issue. I, that's a good point. Stormzy's the biggest artist in the UK, bar maybe Dave. So yeah. why would I help you sell off my name? And you, and, and it doesn't make sense at all. So I think I think he's going to, but I think he's just waiting for the right right time. But mm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're right. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need to respond as well. He doesn't, he doesn't need to respond. But I don't want to hear him ever say I'm the king of grime or I'm the prince. Oh, I'm. You can't do that. Like you can't. Okay, you're the king of grime. Then don't respond to Chip. Like what the fuck are you talking about? That's like that's like saying I'm the heavyweight champion, but you're not finding number one contender. It don't make no sense. So if you're ducking and diving, exactly. I know, and you can't just be picking your opponents. Like, 
Okay, some people are not on your level. If this next MC that hasn't been popping for 10 years tries to come for my neck, shut up, man. But you went for Wiley, right? You went for Godfather, right? And people said you won that. You did two dishes and you kept it moving. Why? Because you cost his mom and sister and this and that. You went to a different country. Shit, like I said, shit's come with a different angle. It's come with a different, a different kettle of fish. Yeah. You need to know how you're going to handle that. So yeah, It's going to be interesting to see, man. But, um, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm hoping, I think by the time we drop this episode, hopefully you may have responded as well. We never know. So we could be talking about something that we'd have to do a part two and go, ah, oh, flipping out like he responded. Something needs to say 2020, my G. It's true. But um, no, I wanted to touch as well on just, because you mentioned Black Lives Matter, and I wanted to touch on how you feel, and obviously it's Black History Month this month as well, nearly finished, but I just wanted to get your views on how you think that's going? It didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like Black History Month. I was just seeing my country die on the TL. Like, I'm Nigerian. I see it. Mm. Like, I didn't really see Black Lives celebrated this month. I think it was a fast, to be fair. Black lives mm. shouldn't, Black people shouldn't have a month. You know, we should have a fucking, should be every month. You know, exactly. like, exactly. It's, it's so, oh, we're going to just give Black people a month. Americans mm. can have it in February. People from the UK can have it in October. It's dead, bro. I didn't even feel like we were being celebrated this year. Mm. What I was seeing, all I was seeing is my country burn and Rashford giving out free school meals. That's all I saw. Cause like, yeah. what was? How did we celebrate Black Lives in the month of October? Then the only thing I saw was the Premier League. I think like uh, Jordan Henderson and two other people were talking about Ian Wright and Henri. Okay, okay. <laughs> like Sky's Sky's always doing them token things though. Like they feel like they've got to do it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like they should just not do it because I think a lot of the time. Even like the whole, you know, when the football season came back and they had Black Lives Matter yeah. on the back and all that, the shirts. Yeah, yeah. All of that was just to say, like tip box. Yeah. You know, like when you work in like a, a job and obviously the diversity thing, they've got to see a black guy or this guy or they've got to have someone who looks like that or a couple of females, you've got to have someone who's got a disability in there as well. It's just yeah. a tip box, bro. Like All of that kind of thing for me, I just see it as a tip box. And as much as I, do you know what I mean? I'm proud of like, the fact that I'm black and that this and all of that, I'm proud of all of that. But I just feel like never, you could never box me in for a 30 days or 31 days and tell me, listen, this is the month you've got to be proud that you're black. Like I wake up every day and I feel like that. So what well, I can't do it on a January 15th. Oh shit, it's the right month. I can't yeah. be proud of that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm a black man, bro. And I'm proud to be a black man, but yeah. forever and always, I couldn't see myself being anything else. Our flavor, our contribution to the world should be celebrated every single month. Mm. I will never have a time for a racist. I am that cutthroat. If you were racist once, you're dead to me. The fuck are you going to be racist and hate somebody because of the color of their skin or their sexual orientation or their religion? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. You see that MC, I always talk about this. There was this MC, what was his name? The one that was out here doing, he was spitting in Europa. Then he blew, and then all of a sudden they brought bringing out old tweets that he was a racist, cussing Nigerians and and black women uh, from back in the a, day. There's, a, there's been a couple. I think there was one guy called English Frank, and there was another. Oh, uh, not him. I know him though. Yeah, I'm, who's the guy? guy. He I know him all about. I know. He had an interview with um, what's her name? What's her face? The toxic girl. She's not toxic. I don't know, her, but what's her name? <laughs> what's her name? Uh, she's in my face. Anyway, this white guy. He was spitting in Yoruba. Everybody was ready to take off their pants for the guy. 
Then when everybody was getting out for their old tweets, this guy was cussing black people. Mm-hmm. Fam, he was dead to me. There's no apology in this world that would make me be like, yeah, 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 we're gonna let's accept it. Let's no, 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 no. Even if you cuss a black person, mm-hmm. I don't care who you are in what status, you are dead to me, bro. Yeah, Fuck that. We're yeah, too good true. for that. Yeah, it's better than that. Then they're not going to try and apologise. No, no, no. You know what you said when you said it. And and I think that's, because I'm not, uh, obviously I go on Twitter every now and again, but I think times have changed now with social media. You can't be, mm. you see, if you're racist in this day and age, they will track you down. But, if, you're, if you're a bad racist, they will find out where you work, where you live, what your kids' names are, all of that. Do you know what I'm saying? And I love I love that. I love, I love that. it. You know what I mean? I, I, remember, I remember Wilfred Zaha, um, I think just before the end of last season, so when they mm-hmm. started, and he was playing Aston Villa, I think it was Aston Villa, and there was a 12-year-old boy, they found out he was 12 in the end, but he yeah, was yeah, yeah. giving him the racist abuse online. Like, what the fuck? Like, how do you even know a racism is at 12 years old? Like, you shouldn't know no, that. It's taught. Mm. It's taught. He's probably seen it. It's taught. He feels entitled at 12. Shit, they feel entitled at 12, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's <laughs> mad. Like, it's mad, bro. Like, you're out here DMing a footballer who's making more money than you ever will, mm-hmm. calling him N-word this, N-word that. They mm-hmm. tracked you down, bro. And I think he got arrested, no? Yeah, yeah, he did, he did. He did. Have it. Because mm-hmm. none of that shit is going to cost somebody because mm-hmm. of the colour of their skin, make them feel low. Now, we're not living in the, the, the 1800s no more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I see videos of people getting called the N-word and then they're getting punched in the face and they're like, oh my God, why did you do that? Are you mad? You know why? Calling me the N-word, this, black, this, monkey, that. Nah, black people, we are amazing. And we should never, ever forget that. When we were doing those Black Lives, um, you know, rallies and marches, I've never been prouder. Never been prouder. Because all we want is equality. People are like, oh, I don't want all of this politics. It's not politics. It's just human nature. We just want the same equalities as everyone else that's living in the same The fact that we have to question that. Mm. Is Is it crack? It don't mm. make sense. Mm. It don't That's make true. sense. I don't. Why am I asking for equality? It should. It should be just given. Given to you. You shouldn't have to ask for it. Just one more thing on this. I remember when John Boyega got Star Wars. Mm. He got nothing but racial abuse, oh, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you men will rather have aliens than that. But a black person can't be on Star Wars. I, I'm done. I'm good. I'm, I've seen it all. The same I'm happened cool. to Idris as well. Remember Idris when well. they said he was going to be the new James Bond? And they, they're like, they lost their shit. They're yeah. like, oh, that's James Bond? Ah, oh, I'm boycotting. I'm boycotting. What the fuck? You know, like that. So it's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I don't do you know. What, do you know what I think, though? I think, you know, with all this, like, the Black Lives Matter and the protest and. Not yeah. the fact that it's being pushed into people's faces a lot more, but just the fact that it's more visible. I feel yeah. like it's allowing people to be a bit more racist, though. As crazy sure. as it sounds, like, I feel but like they, people are doing that. They, they question, the fact that they question it is like, positive to me. They're like, why are we having these protests? Why are you knocking down these statues? Because these yeah. statues are fucking slave owners, bro. Yeah, slave owners. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I live, I live opposite a museum. And the museum gave out um, flyers asking, we have a statue of a slave owner. Should we take it down? What do you think? <laughs> what? Did you, like, you know the answer when you ask yourself the question, right? Mm. Like, so, like, I don't know, bro. Like, it's so mad to me that black people have to ask for equality. Not just black people, yeah, gay yeah. people, Asian people, all yeah. types of people. 
the world is already a hard place to live in. I, my heart broke when that 17-year-old committed suicide, yeah, the 17-year-old yeah. footballer that got cut by Man City. Yeah. The world is already hard to live in. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have to argue about should kids have preschool meals, should black people have equality, these are questions that don't even need answers. You know the answer. Bro, they're it's basic, like, basic human rights. Basic, it's like one plus one. It's basic mm-hmm. human rights. Mm. the fact that you know what I mean and I don't want black people to just be like oh you got to play football or do music for you to succeed could be a lawyer could be a doctor could be anything you want to be don't let people feel like the colour of your skin makes you lower than anybody because they're not better than you they're not better than you I remember when the George Floyd thing happened and these three white dickheads recreated it all of them got kicked out of their uni and all of them got arrested I love it yeah the The impact of it's good though I think that's got the only thing I think now we've got to keep not say we, but as as people, we've got to keep that going. If I see shit yeah. like that now, I don't stand for it, and I never have. To be fair, I've never yeah. stood for that. But I think so a lot more people that. need. To, yeah, a lot of people need to stand up, even in like workplaces as well. Like I know a lot of people, if, like they work like regular jobs, like me and you, yeah. and flipping. They've got to. You've got to stand up to it in work as well, because I think people do it in work thinking they won't yeah. get away with it. Sorry, they, they well, will get away with it. Sorry, yeah. The funny thing about this generation is that they're not happy about the, a job they'll quit. It's not like back in the day where it's like, shit, I need to get this money, I need it, I'm going to tough it out. Yeah. This Gen Z generation, they don't give a fuck, they'll quit the job. Like, they're just like, oh, swear down, I'm gone. Yeah. Have you clocked how racist secondary school was? Yeah, Teachers. yeah, 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 yeah. Teachers would rather fight you for selling Lucas Aid and cookies than actually fight you for racism. Mad. That's a good point, man. I know for a fact when I was in secondary school, I was racially abused and I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah I think I think you're you're not alone there as well. Yeah, yeah, I think I think a everybody. lot of people. When you go back as well, you think how you was treated to yeah. how other kids were treated that weren't black. When you yeah, think yeah. about the difference there with some of the teachers, and you look back now, you think, "Raw, like I didn't even pick up on that." But yeah, yeah, it's mad. But yeah, I hope there's change, man. I think this is the start of change. Hopefully, I'll but, be real with you, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. Racism's never gonna die. No, Racism no, no, it's not gonna die. It's not gonna die at all. Never. It's always gonna be here. It's always gonna be here. But mm-hmm. black people and all people of color, because I'm not gonna say bane, it's a shitty word. Black people and all people of color will stand up, will rise, and we will get the equality that we're looking for. Yeah, because I agree, man. The more you're gonna be racist until it will find you. Mm-hmm. You wanna be yeah, racist until yeah, it will find you. You know yeah, what I mean? We're not gonna stand for it. It's not gonna be like back in the day. We have a voice now. Yeah, yeah, of course, and man. They're gonna wish that we didn't. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I agree with that, man. I agree, but I hope, I hope, obviously, there's change. But I know that there's always gonna be that element of flipping having to tackle that. So I hope yeah, there's change, sure. man. I hope there's change. Sure. But um, yeah, swiftly moving on. That was a that was a good conversation. Though. I enjoyed that. That's well, yeah, what I mean. for sure. But, like, I, like talking about color is always techie, in it. But yeah, no, it's, it's gotta be had though. It's gotta be talked about. Yeah, yeah, had those yeah. uncomfortable conversations that people don't want to hear. Yeah, it's true, man. Mm-hmm. But um, so top top five albums. What are we saying? Sticky. <laughs> so I, I'll say this as a disclaimer: I didn't start listening to albums properly until I was seventeen, eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna get no like "Boy in the Corner" or "I Am Shipman" coming because when I was growing up, it was literally singles and anything that was on China U at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like I'm a I'm a you know, I'm a, not I'm not I'm not a novice, but I won't say like I know everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, old yeah. old tapes, old gets tapes, I couldn't yeah. tell you. Yeah. Just so 
Yeah. So my list is quite recent. Mm-hmm. That being said, my list is fucking dope. <laughs> Skepta Kinichiwa is my favorite album to ever come out of this country. Okay. That album was one of the albums that made me be like, I want to, I want to do this music thing. I want to do this music thing. It has a little bit of everything in there. Skepta's best album by far. Um, so Skepta Kinichiwa is number one. Number two um, is Jamie Integrity. Man Don't Care is one of the greatest songs to ever come out of this country. And I should say that this is the UK national anthem. That's number two. D.W. Lee Jackham. That came out 2018. D.W. Lee and that album, if anybody wants to get into grime, you listen to that album. D.W. Lee is a guy who does ABC123 lyrics. But he is the epitome of flow, cadence, and presence. He'll come on my track and do a one, two, three, eight bar and it'll be the best thing on the fucking song, bro. Yeah. And sure. that album, that album has all hits, no misses. So Jack, and that came out 2018. I'm actually currently listening to his Double or Nothing album. Yeah, I yeah. like what I hear so far. I need to yeah, listen to that. Is that, the song with gigs is, fourth, fourth album, fourth album would be, See, that's a tough one now. Fourth album will probably be uh, Kano, Made in the Manor. Yes. Amazing album. See, I, lo- I know a lot of these albums came out last decade, but what I will say is that with UK artists, the older they get, the better they, they, age, they, better they get. They age like fine wine. Yeah. Jay-Z is an example of that. People, I love Jay-Z. Love the Black Album and the Blueprints. But my favourite Jay-Z album is 444. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my favourite album. You know what I mean? So yeah. the UK is the same thing. Mm-hmm. The older they get, the music just gets so much better. And I know Kano has had some amazing, uh, an amazing discography in the past. Mm-hmm. But Made in the Manor is... But I will also preface this by saying um, Class of the Deja is one of the best grime songs ever. Him, yes. DW and Gets. Yeah, Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a fucking <laughs> bad. I heard him perform, perform that with violins and string instruments. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, that's, that, that's number four. And number five, number five is a tough one. Number five, I was thinking about this. There's three albums. Uh, mm. Little Sims' recent album, which should have been up for a Brit. I forgot what it's called, but it's got Venom on there and some other oh, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the best female artist. And oh, she yeah. doesn't get she doesn't get her props. I think she's I think she's just one of the best artists, not even just Period. in terms of female. I think Period. She, you know what I mean? Like she's definitely one Period. of the artists. Yeah, yeah. And she didn't she should have been her album should have been up for a Brit, mm. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's um, that good. It's that good. I know it went to psychodrama, but she should have been up. She's fantastic. She is one of a kind. Um, Gets is uh, uh, what's it called again? The um, the New Testament. That's it. The New yeah. Testament. Yeah. Pick up the phone and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cold, man. And then Wiley's first Godfather that he dropped. Yeah, um, cool, first man. Godfather, the one that he did, the songs that he did with Devlin, the songs that he did with Ice Kid and Chip. Yeah, that's cold as well. I'll probably think- go with that. I'll probably go with that. Yeah, there's some. That's a solid, solid list, man. That's a very solid yeah. list. It's quite recent, like I said, like, 
you know, it, like the older these artists get, especially in the UK, they just get better and better. Things are tighter, production is better. And I'm not saying they didn't know who they were before, but they've just perfected their sound. Yeah. And they can go toe to toe with anyone. These guys are great. I like my list. Yeah, yeah no, my it's, list. it's a good list, man. It's a good list. I think that's probably the best, probably the best one that I've heard so far. Um, yeah, something kind of the peak at their time, like peak of their powers, like it's just so good. And like, all of these guys have done albums after the albums that I've just named. And they're good albums, but I feel like everything I've named is their, is that particular artist's work. Mm. And um, that's just how I feel. Yeah, man, that's a solid list, man. So so what's what's next for 2021, man, if we don't all get put into lockdown, what's what's the vision? What's that looking like? If we're still in lockdown, we're still going to do music. You get me? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm dropping a, I'm dropping another tape, bro. I, mm. Fuck it. Like, I wasn't going to say anything, but fuck mm. it. Yeah. I want to do a new tape called um, Don't Shoot the Messenger. It's going to have seven tracks on it. Five, yeah, six tracks are done. I'm going to write for one more track, but I'm going to record next week. Yeah. And um, yeah, the last tape was to see if I can do it. I've proven that I can do it. Mm. This next thing is going to be fucking mad this next tape is going to be something special bro so i want to drop that and i'm going to want to drop a couple visuals for that and then after that tape we're going to just drop singles songs until i feel like doing another project bro as long as i'm consistent Mm. we'll get to where we need to go yeah that's true man that's true that's true definitely true and you need to get all that on the spotify apple music all of that as well all of that all of that come to the music channel i've got a couple features pipes yeah, it's yeah. gonna be great, man. Like I'm the kind of artist that cares about bars, flows, all mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not gonna hear the same shit. Yeah. You're gonna hear good beats. Like I'm going to, my my when I do music, I want to make sure that it's all hits, it's all mm-hmm. bangers. I don't want yeah. you to listen to my album and feel, or listen to my song and be like, "What the fuck is this shit? Yeah, yeah. What's this? What's that?" I want you to understand that my sole purpose in this music thing is to make sure that you, man, are entertained and you yeah. love the shit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, definitely, of definitely. I, of course, I want to make my money too, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't, man? Who doesn't? Who doesn't <laughs> yeah, man? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm looking forward to, obviously, more music. Like I said, sure. the stuff that I've been hearing so far is just, it's cold, man. It's, I think, I think it's a different, as much as it's a lot of it is, is grime and it's a lot of that kind of stuff, I think a lot of it is it's the content that people are needing. They're not they're, like I said earlier. It's not just bars. You get what I'm saying? Mm. It's all about quality, man. I want to give people quality. I yeah. don't want to give people fluff. I don't want to give you something that somebody else has done. Mm-hmm. I want to give you quality. And I, yeah. I live off crime. I live yeah. off just great beat. You give me a good beat, mm-hmm. I can write something for it. You know. Mm-hmm. And I just want to give the people quality. That's all it yeah. is. That's all I care about at the end of the day. So, you know, we'll get there. Yeah, no, appreciate that, man. But just just before we wrap up, man, what's your socials, like the Twitter handles and the Instagrams? Classic Lono. Classic Lono, one word, all socials. YouTube, Classic Lono. Twitter, Instagram, Classic Lono. So um, the heat just dropped, so go and listen to that. I think we're 12,000 deep on that. Um, I talk about football on Twitter. That's what I do. Football and Twitter is my TL. And Instagram is there too, so come mm. through, man. So yeah, I feel, like, I feel like we need a part two because we haven't touched on any of the football stuff that I wanted to do. But um, yeah, man. 
we'll wait till right after the, the next window to see if you um you sell Ozil because I think that's a bit of a mad one that he's not been in the squad but yeah, oh yeah, we can talk about that. We can talk about that next time. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but now, nah, but love for coming on, bro. Thanks for having me, man. Always, yeah. always, always. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, man, and you cool, bro.